0: Nonsense and nostalgia. With BMO the Prince. Some mom brought her daughter over to me at a restaurant and she was like, I don't know who you are, but my daughter said you're the millennial guy. And Lauren Ray.
1: A cool mom. What is that? Not me. I just record audio in the closet and I never shower. Sponsored by Coast. Coast is the next-level wellness shot built for modern life, created by a cancer researcher. Welcome to Nonsense and Nostalgia, where the millennial prince and the badass chick talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of the 90s. Except um, our millennial prince is not here, so we have a you special the, guest.
0: The Gen X grandpa is here.
1: No, you are not... <laughs> Well, I did want to talk about how we are from different generations, but that being said, we'll get into it. So this is Tom (laughs) Kelly. Tom Kelly is a very dear friend of mine who's gotten me through a lot of yucky times during the pandemic in particular. He is a comedian and I met him 15 years ago now.
0: Are we putting numbers on things? If so, about that, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, When we were both working with Elvis Duran in uh, like different capacities. So very, very cool. And he has his own podcast, the Tom Kelly show. And so now it's time for you to be on our podcast. I'm glad that you're here.
0: I'm excited. And it's my podcast is a lot like nonsense and nostalgia, but no nonsense. And instead of nostalgia, lots of regret.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, so, exactly the same. It's a lot of me
0: second guessing my life. <laughs> Whereas I feel like uh, BMO and Warren celebrate how awesome their lives <laughs> have been. Me, no. I talk about every wrong decision I've made with cynicism, and I'm trying to improve my life.
1: <laughs> we uh, do get deep on this podcast, though. So, I think you and I should do that too. So, I want to touch, I know we've talked about how we do some nostalgia here on our show, and it's not typically your thing, but. Being that we are from slightly different generations, because you're, I believe you're a decade older than I am.
0: Well, first of all, if you have any single friends, I am two years younger.
1: Don't worry. You being single comes up later in our podcast. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> listen,
0: I, I uh, was born in 1976. Yeah. I am squarely Generation X. Okay. Uh, I feel like it's funny going into the pandemic, I felt like I was a, Uh, a 43-year-old who felt like he was 35. Uh, Now, after two years at a pandemic, I am uh, 45 and a half and I feel like I'm 72.
1: Yeah, I I definitely understand that feeling (laughs) without a doubt. Yeah, I felt a lot younger when we started this whole thing too. So one of the things that like has always stuck out to me in my life is there are different songs that sort of define different moments of my life, right? So I have questions for you because I don't think they're going to be the same songs. Which song makes you think of the year that you got your license?
0: So for the driver's license, my song, I think the song came out two years before my license, but it was life is a highway and I want to drive it all night long.
1: Um, AKA my daughter, Sophie's favorite freaking song, because it was in cars. cars. (laughs) Yes. She sings it all the time. So
0: I feel like it had that song had to have originally come out in 92, okay, maybe 93. Yeah. And side moment, I do remember I was the football manager, the high end water boy.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: there was one time where there wasn't enough room in the team van. So I got to ride with the cheerleaders.
1: Oh, look poor at you. me.
0: Yeah. yeah poor poor you. me. <laughs> But, uh, and it's probably why, um, I yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of issues came out of that. (laughs) Nothing like being in a van full of beautiful women who do not think of you as a sexual object. But (laughs) I had a great time. And I do remember sitting next to uh, Monica. I can't remember her last name right now. Yeah. Uh, But everybody kind of like doing a little, life is a highway. (laughs) And honestly, yeah. And then- And then, yeah, uh, at a certain point, uh, yeah, that was kind of like my, I would sing that to myself because in my day, my first car, uh, I don't even think it had a tape deck.
1: (gasps) What? Mine at least had a CD player.
0: Oh, my gosh. First of all, no. Um, Yeah, my first car definitely, I think I had the stock radio with a stock tape deck that was broken.
1: Oh, gosh. I'm so sorry.
0: No, it was a good car. It was a Volvo, boxy, but it's good. It was a solid car, very safe.
1: The one that you recently got rid of, literally months ago,
0: okay. So, if anybody asks, uh, I am known for driving a Volvo 240, which is the last for those of you kids, uh, you'll see this in all these flashback screens. It's the boxy Volvo, it's the yes. last of the real Volvo Evolvos, yes. And back, uh, yeah, back before soccer moms were allowed to drive them, I was driving, yeah, because
1: I we own two,
0: <laughs> okay. So, what I do not tell people often is my father. My father had eight of them over a 20 year period.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah.
0: But as far as my friends from college and high school are concerned, it's the same damn car because nobody remembers what color car I was
1: driving. I got it. They just okay. go,
0: oh, you're still in the Volvo. <laughs> and I still have it. I have a Volvo that's older than the last girl I was dating.
1: You still have the car. You didn't get rid of it when you got so your Jeep.
0: Y- you don't understand how hard it is being associated with a 20,000 pound piece of crap. You know, <laughs> it, it's like. Like I was known as this is an old reference for all the Gen Xers who are tuning into nonsense and nostalgia. Uh-huh. No, we, I became we have like every
1: generation. Thank you. Okay. Thank
0: you. So I was like Columbo driving in the old <laughs> car by the end of it.
1: I loved to Yeah, That's hilarious. And then I get Yay. out and I'd be
0: all quirky. And then I would go solve some mystery in under two hours and I'd head home.
1: <laughs> yeah. And
0: so I decided to keep the car. And what was funny was I figured the car was going to start breaking down a lot and there's nothing better than you get rid of a car because you're afraid it's going to break down, and ten months later, running perfectly, haven't yeah, had to put yeah. a penny into it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. They are expensive to maintain. I say that from experience. Well, well so. you
0: know what it is they're expensive to maintain, but you generally they run. Yeah. You know, whereas yeah, yeah, the yeah. jeep, uh, the jeeps going into the shop for two weeks now.
1: Oh, that's annoying. It's like, it's annoying.
0: Know. It's brand. New. It's my br- and by the way, it's my brand new 2018 jeep.
1: Hey, whatever. That's I how always describe I describe. use cars. It. Always let but other people our, take the depreciation hit. Our
0: mutual friend, Tim Crumpier. I keep saying, my new car has to go into the shop. He's like, it is Tom, your new. Isn't car. it four years old?
1: No, yeah. it's new to you. <laughs> no, dude. I'm there for it. Okay. What
0: is your, what is that? So, what is your driver's oh, license song?
1: Uh, the Jump Off Lil' Kim.
0: Can you sing a little of it for me?
1: No, I will absolutely not do I that. I don't know. Because... I can't
0: really go forward with this podcast. I don't I... know what the song is. I'm <laughs> no, sorry.
1: Because we do not curse on this podcast, and that is a very inappropriate song to be singing. On you
0: are podcast. you have been in broadcasting long enough that you can censor yourself.
1: <sighs> um... <laughs> this is embarrassing. I'm not going to rap like Little Kim. I'm not good at it. Uh,
0: which is why I want you to do this. And, and the nice thing is, you're editing Ferrari. this. Flood her Instagram DM <laughs> box. Just flood it. You want to hear no. <laughs> whatever that Little Kim song was.
1: All right. So, which song makes you think of freshman year of college and why? Oh,
0: very easy. Okay. Yeah, very easy. We were only freshmen.
1: Oh, the verve—is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That And I makes think
0: sense. that actually came out my sophomore or junior year of college. But whenever we would talk about something that happened freshman year, someone would go, "And we were only fresh. Oh, okay,
1: fair enough. Yeah, that makes sense. Ours, and- our gener- our generation, but like ours was lean back. Um, the lean back, lean back. You know what I'm talking about? No, oh, I, just I- could you sing it again? No, please? stop it. I'm done. Uh, no, okay. it's because we- all the. All the girls that are in the sororities were, I remember there was a girl two, two, two <laughs> things down for me and she was like rushing a sorority. And I remember she came back at like three in the morning blasting lean back and I rolled up to her room. I was like, listen, I'm glad you're drunk and having a great time and doing God knows what during rush, but I need you to turn it off. Like, this is not okay.
0: By the way, nothing better than sorority girls dancing to songs that reinforce sorority stereotypes.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have so many the stories that I heard about the things they would have to do was like, I was like, have some freaking respect for yourselves. Ladies. (laughs) I just couldn't get into it. Not how did,
0: how did you not rush a sorority at where you were?
1: I, okay. So I'm a, I'm a total nerd and I ended up joining a, it was technically a fraternity, but it was like math wheats. Yeah, kind of. It was like those of us that had like a good GPA, like we all joined together So I did find a group in that sense. I know. I know. Once a nerd, always a nerd. What can I say?
0: The National Otter Society is not a fraternity or a sorority.
1: I know. So, no, it definitely was. It was some fraternity. And I honestly don't even remember. There was like I had to learn the Greek alphabet. It was such some people lived for it. And and my friends and I were like, yeah, this is fun. This is how we met our friends. But like, it's not it's not the thing that defines us. To this
0: day, how far can you go in the Greek alphabet?
1: Oh, alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, theta, iota, kappa, lambda, nu, um, mu, nu, nu, z, omicron. Pi, By the way, listeners, yeah. I just want
0: to point out she's willing to sing the Greek alphabet, but yeah. not Little Kim.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not singing the jump up. But anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah. Is there a song that reminds you of an ex that you cannot listen to?
0: I'm going to go with two. Oh, okay. One was We Are Young.
1: Yeah, fun.
0: Because there was just a moment of me catching up with somebody whom I was in love with at the time from my past. And then- and then I'm now with her in 2012 with the illusion of it was worth the wait. I'm going to close the deal 12 years later. Oh. and uh, I actually called a friend who had helped me out. And like, and it was a friend who was a boss at ABC.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: actually, it was Elizabeth Hasselbeck. I'll tell it. I, I, Elizabeth Hasselbeck, oh, no I could send dr- back in the day. I could send her drunk texts or drunk emails. Okay. And I'm like, you helped me uh, charm this person. And I am drunk right now, but whatever. And she just wrote the, we are young lyrics uh, for ah! a couple of them. And then I'm like, and I actually did the dance. I did that. You guys can't see me doing this, but I'm in a swivel chair with my hands in the air and slow motion, like in yep. the video. Yeah. And yeah, now I associate that with her. And then the other funny one that I, I, I'm going to do this as a name dropping moment. Because um, well,
1: Elizabeth Hasselbeck wasn't a name dropping moment.
0: <laughs> I feel like with half your audience, that is not a name dropping moment. <laughs> fair, yet. fair. Uh, yeah. Uh, and that said, with enormous love and respect. I know.
1: I know that. <laughs> we
0: polarize. She, people polarize she nowadays. Yeah. Yes. So, but less divisive, Blink 182s, uh, the, vo- I don't know the name, but the, the voice inside my head. Miss you.
1: It's like literally yeah. one of my all time favorite songs.
0: I can listen to that, but it's funny. I saw them live, I guess, summer of 2019. And I just remember sitting with a friend of mine at Good Morning America. I'm watching them do the rehearsal. I'm with this guy, Brad Deck. And I just looked at Brad and I'm like, God, you hear that line? Uh, Don't waste your time. You're, in me, the you're already the Maybe voice inside the vo-.
1: my head. Yeah. And I just
0: looked at him and I said, everybody has one X in their head when they hear that verse. Yeah. And we both had a knowing look. And then we went back to enjoying the song and yep. uh, not talking about our feelings. I,
1: hundred uh, percent. I love that. That's honestly like one of my hands down favorite songs. And uh, the the radio station um, 92.3, Alt 92.3 here in New York, play they play it all the time, which makes me really happy.
0: Do yeah. they? That's why I will never listen to them anymore. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, 92.3. That's it. I'm getting myself. A, I'm going to go listen to podcasts and serious. <laughs> Take that. Blink 182.
1: Oh so, what about God. you though?
0: But are you even allowed to oh. acknowledge that because you have a happy husband and a happy wife? Oh,
1: God, of course. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it the the song that reminds me of an ex that I can't listen to is Whatever It Is by Zach Brown Band. Um, because the the guy before I dated my husband, who was like a very serious boyfriend, we dated for a year and a half, was like really into that song. And he was like, Oh, it always reminds me of you. And it's about like getting married. And I was like, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, and I, I just can't Wait, really listen okay, to
0: it. but you dumped him. So that's
1: fine. I did dump him. Yes. Yeah. On his birthday. Yeah.
0: That's the one on the birthday. You mm-hmm. awful human being that you I drove to his college on his birthday. Oh no, that, that was him? the
1: other guy. That guy drove to my college on Valentine's day and I broke up with him, but, but, <laughs> but this guy, I know it was his birthday, and it just the straw that broke the camel's back. And I was like, you know what? This I'm done. I can't. Uh-uh. Now,
0: now here's the hard part about being my age. Uh, you, you hit this point, America, where you, you turn 45 and you start looking at some of the girls, uh, you 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 date you you were friends with, and you say, I should have dated them uh, and learns in that category. And I'll be honest with you. Now that I'm almost turning 46, I'm looking at a lot of the men I was friends with and thinking I should have dated them too.
1: No way, that, dude.
0: No, I'm, um, that's a joke. Get over it. Oh. Anyway, back to you. <laughs>
1: what do I know? I'm here. I'm like, well, but, okay, right. but
0: there's a lot of women. Uh, let's put it like, America is anybody else? I'm stuttering because I'm trying to get to a point without hurting Matt's feelings. Oh, but, you won't at all. Okay. Is there anybody else listening to the sound of my voice right now who just heard Lauren's story and think, wow, we dodged a bullet.
1: Oh, fair enough. Yeah, Yeah. no, I get it. Hundred percent. Yeah, like God (laughs) bless.
0: uh, God bless us all. mm -hmm. We are. God bless. I I don't know if you say this every time uh, you go to bed, but God bless uh, Matt. God bless Matt.
1: I I wonder often why he's with me, but I put a lot of effort in keeping him with me, so I think that might be why he stays. I don't know. (laughs) No, Uh, I know.
0: Mary, uh, the fear of breaking up in the Catholic Church. That's got to be it. (laughs)
1: We weren't even married in a church. I was like, we're not church people Oh, at then,
0: all. Then God wasn't watching. Do whatever you no, need to get out. No, God, God is really
1: present in our home. Like perhaps sometimes. And that's great. I welcome him in. But it, he's not someone we worship. <laughs> well,
0: probably because uh, God would come to your house while you were in college and you would break up with him on Valentine's Day.
1: <laughs> that's probably exactly why. <laughs> I kind of love this because like we had this, I had this whole other thing planned and I'm, I'm actually like totally into this. But we have a wonderful sponsor, and if you support our show, we appreciate you also supporting the people who support us. So, Coast is the next-level wellness shot built for modern life created by a cancer researcher. I think we've talked about this so many times, but, Tom, I don't know if you know. I've never
0: heard of it, so please. I I always fast-forward through the commercial.
1: Fair enough. No, it's honestly, BMO and I both use it, and we believe in it, or else we would not be hawking it every week. uh, All
0: kidding aside, what is it? It's like uh, –
1: So it's a health shot, right? So it comes in powder form or like a, a, like a tiny little shot form. And if you get the powder, you just like pour it into a a water bottle, shake it up, drink it. So here's the deal. It helps flush out toxins, replenish lost nutrients and repair cells. And you can take it like when you're working out is a great time, especially if you're about to drink. And also just like every once in a while, if you want to like extra boost during the week. So here's the reason why it works. It's the only drink that includes an NAD plus precursor, which is a crucial component in keeping your cells healthy and functioning the way they should. And the reason that we trust this is because it was created by a cancer researcher. So it's not just like these people that were like, "Well, check this out. Like this is a, a person who studies cancer, who discovered that this can help replenish your body back up to the level it should should be.
0: Like this was not invented by just some drunk bro in Vegas.
1: Uh, no, I actually know all of the inventors. I went to high school with them. Um, and I, I never asked them to advertise. We were just chatting one day and he's like, you know, I love your podcast. I was like, and I'm so proud of you with coast. And he was like, well, I know you like coast. Like what if we advertised on your show? Cause I know you believe in it. And I was like, yeah,
0: but it doesn't feel like a sponsorship.
1: Oh no, but it shouldn't feel like like I'm. No, because I really I, so I'm a firm believer that any sponsorship and this is, I think, from just being on the radio, like any sponsorship should not feel like a sponsorship. It should be something that you firmly believe in and you want to tell people about. So.
0: Oh, see, I'm the opposite. You listen to my podcast, people, <laughs> and I'm endorsing something. You don't trust me. OK, ah. you, you seriously like I was uh, I don't even know if I could say this, but I, I was endorsing rain jackets on my podcast. Uh-huh. OK, leaky, yeah, leaky.
1: Not good. It yeah, didn't work. Yeah, Smell. <laughs> yeah.
0: Didn't fit right. Very didn't uncomfortable. Nope. Now on the podcast, I'm like, these are the best rain jackets ever. Uh-huh. Uh huh. No. In fact, not just a rain jacket. It's a slicker. <laughs>
1: slicker. I was known when I worked at amp radio, I was known in the sales department for turning down thousands of dollars because I didn't believe in the product and sales would hate me for it. Hate and that me. product.
0: Oh, can I be funny? Can I go for the joke? Go for it. And that product was the COVID-19 vaccine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Of course.
0: So if you,
1: <laughs> if you want to support our sponsors, get 20% off your order of coast at coastdrink.com using code nonsense. And it's um, all about
0: the NAPDs.
1: NAD plus precursor. I know it took me a long time to, oh. to learn that. Um, I can you stay here and, and co-host the next episode with me too. Will you come back?
0: Uh, you mean, can I come back next week or later in the week?
1: No, like, can you just actually just like, we'll hang up and then, and then, We'll record another episode, but I won't release that one for a few more days. Would you like to wow. do that?
0: Yeah, yeah, just if could you do anything else to kill the magic of that?
1: <laughs>
0: Too bad, uh, BMO's out uh, at the stop and shop right now.
1: He's in Yay. Mexico. All
0: right. What do you, wait, how do you end the show? Do I even end the show?
1: Usually it's thank you for listening. You can rate us, follow us, review us, DM us, all that good stuff. You can find me at Lauren Ray, L O R E N R A Y E. You can find Tom at
0: Tom Kelly show perfect and we have to promote BMO to Prince because God knows 20 million followers on TikTok just isn't enough (laughs) he's unsatisfied
1: at BMO the Prince and we will talk to you in a few days